for listening to the Zayner Ministries podcast with evangelist Nick Zayner. To stay connected, check us out on Instagram, Facebook, or at zaynerministries.com. Now, here's evangelist Nick. Welcome back to the podcast. Hope you guys are doing well. God has put this upon my heart because one thing that people need to understand is there's principles in God's word. And if you don't apply the principles in his word, you won't receive the promises that are promised. You know, this is a covenant. We live under a covenant with God. What is a covenant? Well, in dictionary terms, it's basically a contract. It's similar to if you are in a apartment right now, have ever leased a car, uh, maybe you have a mortgage, you have a contract with another party promising that if you make your payments or you do what they say to do, then you will be able to stay where you're at, drive that car, live in that place, and you have a contract. And if you don't break your promise, they won't break theirs. And then once it's completed, you either get the home that you're paying the mortgage off, or you continue to live there, whatever the case is. You get to do what the contract says. Well, the same is true with God's word. If we do our part, he's obligated to do his part. The Bible says that he's looking over his word to perform it. So he's waiting on people full of faith to act upon the word of God and to apply it in their life. And now I'm talking about the laws of the harvest, and we're going to be obviously talking about many different things because whatever a man soweth, that's what he'll reap. But when you hear these terms, you're going to immediately start thinking of finances. And really, uh, to it is easy to understand in the financial realm a lot easier and it will apply to every part of your life. Because Jesus said this, if you're not faithful with little, you can't be ruler over much. And he, the littlest of things to be faithful over is actually your finances. And if you are able to steward your finances well, the Bible says that you'll have stewardship over the heavenly things, which is like the anointing and things like that. And so we want to understand how to steward, so to speak, our finances. You know, the Bible says that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. So the earth, everything in the earth is God's. He owns everything. He is the owner. And he's given it unto us as his children to steward what he's given us. That means to manage, to take care of. And so we have to take care of everything God has given us. And when we do, he'll make us ruler over much. And so let's get into this. So yesterday we talked about you must sow seed to reap a harvest. If you want finances, you must give finances. Jesus said, give and you shall receive. If you want friends, you need to sow friendliness to other people and you'll get friends. If you want chaos in your life, which many don't, but guess what they're doing? They're sowing chaos. They're sowing strife and all this stuff. They're reaping the harvest that they sowed. So the laws of the harvest start with whatsoever a man soweth, that is what he'll reap. I want you to grab a hold of this though for every area of your life. And today I'm going to be talking along the lines of the soil that you're sowing your seed into. Now, I'm going to be talking a lot about the financial realm because it's easiest to understand it there, but it can be applied anywhere. But So the Bible says this. It says this in Matthew 
chapter 13, verse 8. Other seed fell into good ground and brought forth some a hundredfold, some sixtyfold, and some thirtyfold. In other words, the soil in which your seed is sown into matters. Think about this in the natural. When you go to plant any type of seed, there's normally an instruction that tells you you need to sow this type of seed at this type of the, of the season under these type of conditions with this uh, depth of soil at, with this type of soil at this climate, all of these different things. There's conditions that circulate around that seed being sown to produce the harvest in which you are expecting. That's just naturally speaking. Well, the same is true in the spirit. Where you give matters. Never forget that. Get that in your spirit. Where you give matters. So, my number one principle that I live by, and I will tell this to other people, but you have your own choice to make. But as for me and my house, I don't give anywhere where they are not winning souls. Jesus said this, he came to seek and save those who are lost. The Bible says to go into all the world and preach the gospel. It doesn't say go into all the world and worship everywhere you go. It doesn't say that. But if you add and attach winning souls to it, then praise God. You are now doing the Great Commission. But it doesn't say go into all the, all the world and worship and praise and sing songs in the cities. I'm for that as long as you're winning souls. And so I'm not giving anywhere that does not win souls. The whole point of being a Christian is to make disciples, is to win lost people and convert people into disciples. So good soil, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. If you're seeking God's kingdom, you have the heart of the Father, which is to win lost people. That's just the heart of God. And so good soil is represented by uh, doing the Great Commission. And so if your local church is winning souls, that's the number one place you should be plugging your finances into. The Bible says this in Malachi, Bring all your tithes into the storehouse and prove me herewith, saith the Lord of hosts, if I will not pour you out a blessing that you may not be able to receive. He'll open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing you can't even receive, the Bible says. And so in other words, the storehouse is the church, your local church, in which you are getting fed from every single Sunday at minimum. Hopefully more than that. Should be. Because we're living in the last days. And the Bible says, don't forsake your assembling of yourselves together, even as much more as you see the day approaching. I see the day approaching. Can you say amen? But in other words, if you're going to your local church, you take 10% and you sow that into your church. Now, if your church, your home church is not winning souls, then maybe you should find a new church because that's not good soil. But the Bible is clear. You need to give your tithes to the local church. You don't give it to um, an evangelistic ministry. You don't give it to my ministry. If You don't give your tithes to my ministry. You give it to the church. Now, offerings are different. The Bible says you've, you know, it was a rebuke by Malachi 
And he said, you've robbed me in the tithes and offerings. So we need to give above the tithe, but it starts with the tithe. Now, that's a law. If you want the devourer rebuked, if you want the windows of heaven open upon your life, then bring your tithes into the storehouse. And the Bible says to prove God in that area and watch how he'll pour you out a blessing. And so the number one law in the area of this is the tithe must be sown into the storehouse. Now, that's a good place to sow. It's a good place to give offerings as well as the Lord directs. Um, but then above and beyond that, give into ministries that are winning souls. Give into uh, ministries that are actively pursuing lost people. Now, like I already said, I'm not giving to any ministry. When I say ministry, people who are claiming to be uh, preaching the gospel in uh, fivefold ministers or even missionaries, I'm not giving to them if they're not winning with the loss. I don't care if they're building great houses and painting nice orphanages in some country around the world. I'm not giving to them unless I hear the words, we are leading people to Jesus actively. If they're not leading people to Jesus, they're not fulfilling the Great Commission, and that's not good soil. Where you sow matters. Never forget that. Where I sow matters. Where you give matters. Your soil is important. And so seek out and follow the Holy Ghost, but seek out ministries if you have a heart to give and you're expecting a harvest. You know, many people, that might be one reason why you're not receiving a harvest. You might be giving in, in places that are just not producing. That's like sowing seed into an area there's a lot of trash around it and it's horrible conditions i mean you don't want to give your seed there so it might be time to reevaluate i don't know that's between you and god but make sure uh, that there's good soil because that's where the 30 60 and 100 fold blessing will come from it's because it's sowed into good ground the bible if the bible refers to there's good ground then there must be bad ground so evaluate the two and then make the adjustments and then put an expectation like we talked about uh, yesterday or whenever I did the podcast part one. Have an expectation that as you sow into good soil, into so good ground, you're going to receive a harvest. Amen. So point number one, you your seed must be planted into good ground. Point number two, you always wait a period of time between planting and harvesting. Now, for sometimes it's like the minute you sow it, there's like an immediate return other times though and i would say most of the time there's a period of time in which you're waiting but this is the great thing is if you're just sowing all the time remember this isn't just about an offering this is about a lifestyle if you're giving daily eventually you're going to reap daily because you're going to start seeing those seeds reproduce but mark 4 verse 26 and 27 says a man should cast seed into the ground and should sleep and rise night and day, and the seed should spring up and grow up. So eventually the seed is going to produce. You know, you don't really know how and how quickly and all that. We do now with certain natural plants. You know, you know they, they know the time frame in which it should be at full bloom or whatever. But you just keep sowing. You keep doing your part, and God is the one who will bring the increase on that seed when it's sown into good ground. And you will see a harvest. But understand this, sometimes there's a waiting period, but don't focus on, well, I sowed my seed and now I'm sitting here, uh, like, where is it? Like, you're putting a stopwatch on the, you know, oh, it's been uh, 23 hours and 15 minutes and uh, I still haven't seen it, or it's been 23 days, 12 hours and 30 seconds. Like, 
<laughs> I understand you want to know when the harvest comes, but just have an attitude that I'm planting all the time and God is going to bring the harvest and you'll always have a harvest. You'll never lack. When a need arises, you'll already have what you need before the need arises because you've been a sower of seed. And then if you are in a place where you're, you need a supernatural miracle to take place, you can stand upon God's word. And be, say, Lord, I'm a sower of seed. I'm calling in my harvest right now. I need it. And boom, it comes in. I'm telling you, this thing, It's this is what happens. I might have already shared the story, but that's what happened with me and my wife. Someone hit our car. As we were going down the road, we launched the ministry one month in. And uh, we put a demand on the word of God because somebody just totaled our car. And it wasn't our fault. They came from behind. And we stood upon Malachi. And we said, we said no. The Bible says that when we are tithers and sower of seed, that the devourer is rebuked. And we stood upon that word, and God brought the increase. And he's blessing us even today. Not only did, did we stand upon his word and decree and declare it and call in our harvest, but we were able to put $10,000 supernaturally down on that new car. And then above and beyond that, people are blessing us, paying for the car payment. I mean, that's, that's the harvest. That's harvest on the seed sown. And I don't want to go into too much detail on the all the details of the blessing, but the reality is this, that supernatural miracle that is still happening today, the continuous miracle, is because of the seeds sown into good soil and just patiently waiting, and boom, the increase came. So you must plant today if you want to reap later. Grab a hold of that. And that, that's why I said if you plant daily, you'll reap, you'll eventually start reaping daily. Many people only plant Sunday morning, and they might reap once a week. But you can get to a place where you're constantly sowing seed, and you constantly will reap a harvest. You just keep planting. You keep planting. The Bible says, point three, Bible says in 2 Corinthians 9, verse 6, Remember, if you give little, you will get little. A farmer who plants just a few seeds will only get a small crop. But if he plants much, he will reap much. Keep planting, keep sowing, cast your bread upon the waters, for after many days it shall return. If you keep casting bread upon the water day in and day out, you're eventually going to start seeing that comeback, pressed down, shaking together, running over. You always sow to your harvest size, not from your harvest size. That's point number three. You always sow to your harvest size, not from your harvest size so you're putting a demand when you sow that seed you're expecting the harvest to come not from your harvest so you're not taking it you might have sown from your harvest but now you're sowing it forward into a greater harvest when you plant much you'll reap much if you give much you will reap much but you have to start giving but everyone starts at a certain level. Everyone has to start where they're at. You know, sometimes people, they start, they grab a hold of this. And when, you know, you first start out, it's easy to let go of that 5, 10, 20, 25, even $50. Uh, because, man, you were just, you were just contending for the, for the word of God. And you were just, man, God was bringing it in. You were sowing little and you were reaping that harvest. And it was like, man, this is good. But then as God increases you. Uh, have you been given at the level in which you've been blessed at? You know, we've been challenged with that. We started at a certain level. 
uh, I share the testimony of how I was so low when I started in Bible school. I mean, I sold half of what I had, gave the other half away. Um, I mean, I was doing a sales job, doing the best I can, <laughs> which was horrible. I was just probably the worst salesman of the year. And uh, I got zero sales, man. And, it, you know, with when you work commission jobs, if you don't sell, you don't get any finances. It's not like, oh, you had a bad day. Here's still your salary pay. No, it's like there's nothing. And so I remember dwindling down all the way down to 12 cents in the bank account. And at that time, thank God I'm a college student. And, you know, they keep the bank account open even if it's at two pennies. And, uh, man, I had it, I had barely anything. But I remember... Uh, just saying, God, like I'm a giver, I'm a sower, I'm working. You know, He blesses the hands of the, the diligent. The diligent shall rule. You know, he, if you He blesses the work of your hands. If you're not working, number one, you better start working because God. That's how God brings the increase through your work. And uh, I was working. It just nothing was coming through. And I said, God, I need a miracle. Like I'm doing the best I can with the abilities that I have, but I'm not seeing an increase. And I remember going into the McDonald's. And I was with a friend of mine. And, man, I'm telling you, um, when you're, you know you're low when at, when you're at McDonald's and you can't even get a dollar cheeseburger or dollar McChicken or anything. I couldn't even barter. You know, hey, can I get, you know, a cheeseburger for 10 cents? I got 12 cents, but can I get one for 10? Like, no, they would look at me like I'm crazy. And so I remember just sitting there just thanking God, like, what am I going to do? And I remember just getting up and going into the restroom and, I thought I was just going to go in there to cry. And as soon as I walked in, I'll never forget it. I saw a loaf of bread sitting on the counter and God spoke to my heart. As soon as I saw it, and this loaf of bread was not like great value, uh, crappy bread. No, this was top shelf, top notch. I mean that five, six dollar loaf of bread that, man, you this was the good stuff. And God spoke to my heart and he said, I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor God's seed begging for bread. I came back, ran back, threw it at my my brother Josh, and I said, hey, brother, look at this. God's coming through for us. And uh, we've been sowers, sowers of seed. We've been giving. We've been doing our best, doing everything that we can, giving us, giving our all, and seeking the kingdom first, winning souls, doing everything. And I said, hey, God just spoke to me. God's coming through. He got so excited after a period of time after I told him what happened. He said, I'm going to go in there and see what I can find. He went in there. <laughs> he was looking and looking. He was gone for a while. And he came back. And he said, I, I took me a while, but all I could find was two pennies in that bathroom. And he threw them on the counter. And as soon as I saw the two pennies, I was quickened in my spirit that the woman who sowed the two widow mites, she gave, she gave out of her lack, Jesus said. She gave her all. While others gave out of their abundance, she gave her all. So sometimes the level in which you're at might be a two penny offering, might be the all that you have. And God will have a breakthrough for you. That's how you break the back of poverty. By giving out of your lack, God will bring the increase. So I took those two pennies, put it on an envelope, sewed it, and I said, this is our breakthrough seed. Because, I mean, that's they wouldn't even let me pull out the 12 cents from the bank account. I couldn't even fill out the online giving form and send 12 cents because it said it had to be a dollar or greater. I mean, that was our all at that moment. And uh, my brother Josh, he went home to his home church. They asked him to testify at the same time that I sewed those two pennies. And as I sowed those two pennies, he's testifying about how people are getting saved, delivered, set free on the streets. And uh, 
people just start getting up out of their seats and running towards the altar, throwing money on the altar, just throwing it on the altar, putting it in envelopes, put, leaving it out in cash, just putting it on the altar. The pastor's never seen that before. Josh, he never seen that before. Afterwards, the pastor comes up to him and says, hey, that was a great testimony that you had. And I just want you to know that God spoke to my heart. I'm giving you all of the money that came in while you were testifying. That was for you. And that was a breakthrough for him. I mean, that's supernatural. And uh, in, in my case, he's telling me all this. And I'm thinking, praise God. My breakthrough's coming. Praise the Lord. If God did it for him, he's going to do it for me. And this was on a Sunday. And I remember uh, just thanking God. And Sunday went by, and I didn't see the breakthrough. And uh, Monday went by, and nothing came in for me. Tuesday went by. Wednesday went by. Now it's Thursday. And I'm like, Lord, like, I'm, I'm holding on to your word. I know if you did it for him, you'll do it for me. And bills are coming up. And like God did, didn't know bills were coming. But you know what? It was just quickening my spirit to begin to praise him. You know, sometimes you can help and water your seed that's sown by just thanking God, lifting up your voice, you know, praising him, thanking him ahead of time. You know, that your the word is working, that he's looking over his word to perform it. I mean, some of y'all just need to start praising God and lifting up your voice. You know, that's part of this thing. You know, you do your part, but now it's in the hands of God. And we have to trust him that he's going to come through like he said he would, that he's not a man that should lie, nor the son of man that should repent. Come on. And I started lifting up my voice and praising the Lord. And then I'm telling you, shortly after I changed my attitude and just started thanking him, getting my mind off of the seed that was sown, getting my mind off of the circumstances and getting my mind on Christ and thanking him and putting my focus on him. Shortly after someone came to me and they said, God's been dealing with me and I need to do this. And they handed me a check. And I'm telling you what, I grabbed that check and I started dancing and shouting and praising God because that was my harvest. And if God did it for them, he'll do it for you. And we got to get excited when others get blessed. But I'm telling you that I was at that level. At that point, two pennies was all I had. But as God has raised us up, that that seed sowing has gone up. So now I'm not at two penny offerings, but now we went up to $25 to 50, now a hundred and a thousand. I mean, I remember the first time I gave a thousand dollars and uh, man, it felt, it felt good to be like, man, God, you've blessed me so much. Lord, you've increased me so much. I'm going to return this by sowing my first thousand dollars. Thank you so much for blessing me. And I'm telling you, it's been never ending increase ever since then, but you have to purpose in your heart. That the laws of the harvest is going to work for me, and you got to plant it into good soil. You got to you got to tend to that seed. You got to water it every day with the word of God. You got to pray. You got to praise God and help water that thing. And I'm telling you, you'll see the breakthrough in Jesus' mighty name. If God did it for me, He'll do it for you. The laws of the harvest is called the laws because it will work for anyone. If you do your part, God will do His part. And I want to encourage you today to do what the Bible says to do. If you are believing God for a financial breakthrough, it's time to sow a seed that will break you through financially. Some people have never given a financial breakthrough seed. And I'm telling you, it's all dependent upon the level that you're at. And you just ask the Lord what he would have you do. The Bible says that there's you're not to give at a pressure or out of compulsion, but give whatever is in your heart. And when God speaks to your heart to give, you do what he tells you to do. And that's the key to your breakthrough. 
I mean, each at level, God has spoken to us, me and my wife, and we, we'd be in agreement and we'd give and we would see that harvest come through. I'm telling you, we're living off of our giving and you can live off of your giving. That's the place you want to be at. Many people experience miracles, uh, seeing people get healed, or you've been healed yourself. Many people have seen miracles where people who you thought never would get saved would get saved. But a lot of people go throughout their whole entire life never seeing the financial end of things in a supernatural way break through for their lives. And it's because they've never given a breakthrough financial seed. You know, there's a woman in the Bible who had the alabaster flask went to Jesus and poured it upon him and prepared him for his burial. That seed that she sowed, that alabaster flask, was worth a year's wages. In today's terms, that's like forty to $50,000 of a salary for a whole entire year. That's how much that thing was worth. And she poured it upon Jesus because she refused to let Jesus leave without her giving her best. And I'm telling you, not only did she probably get blessed in the natural for that, but the Bible says that wherever the gospel is preached, in her remembrance, we will speak of this woman. And we still talked about her today. And now that she's written in the word of God, which will never pass away. That's the power of what happens when you when you sow. And I'm telling you, I want to encourage you guys. We are believing God for 100 partners to stand with us. I believe there's 100 people out there who will stand with us every single month financially so we can win souls. We are going after the harvest. We've done 10 outreaches of 12 for the year. We have two more outreaches, and we have a plan for the same day coming up in December. We've been asked in partnering with the Central Assembly in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. They've asked us to preach the outreaches, and we want to be a part of putting finances into that. We want to not just preach it. We want to be a part of helping provide uh, stuff for them. And by you giving and locking arms with us, we're going to lock arms with them and we're going to see a mighty harvest of souls. I'm believing like the word of God was spoken over our lives that we're going to see the 200 in the 500 altar calls. And I believe this is the time we're going to see it take place. So what you're giving, if you give today, you give in the future, maybe you're listening to this in the future, you can give and you're giving towards that. And uh, everybody, whoever wants a free gift today, we're giving out a free gift if you give uh, any amount. You can click the link in the description of this podcast, or you can just go to bit.ly slash Zaner Ministries Gift, and you can receive our free book. It's an ebook, my first book I've ever written, Power Plays, God's Way to Win, as a thank you gift. And you can fill out the form. You can receive that ebook as our way of saying thank you. You give it any amount. And if you, if you start partnering with us, we give out partner gifts every single month. You can go to zanerministries.com slash partner. You can partner with us and watch what God will do with you. I'm telling you, I'm believing God that he's going to bless you 30, 60, and 100 fold for giving. I want to pray for you before we go. Father, I thank you for every person who are who's listening. Lord, as they apply the laws of the harvest, according to your word, I thank you, Lord, that they will see 30, 60, and 100 fold return. As they put souls first place in their finances, we expect explosive growth. I speak out promotions in Jesus' name, new businesses springing up, ideas that will help fund the gospel. Lord, we thank you that each person experiences the blessing of God in a greater measure like they've ever seen before. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Zaner Ministries podcast. Please consider becoming a monthly covenant partner with us 
we are asking God for 100 people to stand with us financially as we continue to win the lost in America. Go to ZaynerMinistries.com and click the Give Now button to become a monthly covenant partner today.